It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Good morning, happy Monday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, Bill Bush out until Wednesday. Hope you had a great Easter weekend. Sip, how are you this morning? It was morning? good. Yeah, I had a good Easter weekend. I didn't overdo it. Um, yeah, Bill will be back, He'll but be back we're here. Wednesday. Josh is He's here. On vacation still. Everything's good. Chad, Josh rode his bike this morning five miles to work, and he'll ride it back from here, obviously. Five miles is a, for a young man shouldn't be a problem. No, but the thing is, you wake up at... Five or four fifty, and you ride your bike to begin your day, and you yes. go to work, and you ride home after that. That's fine. He said this morning, he's like, "Yeah, my blood's flowing. I'm, I'm awake. I'm alert, which is great. That's good. Good but job. It's Josh. also a good way to start the day. It's uh, it's like we haven't been in the studio in a year. We haven't. So we had obviously at uh, we were at Double Eagle Golf on West O Street Thursday, Friday. That was a great time. You had a, a green jacket on that they provided you, and it looked really handsome. It's now hanging in my closet. Is it? Thank you. It's a very very good looking jacket. Thanks to Sam and Sam. company over at Double Eagle Golf for. A great two days. I'm sure they had a great weekend out there also for the Masters. It was, yeah, it was um, – that was quite an experience. For me, it was really fun meeting Jeff Smith um, or Remy. I guess I've met him maybe in the past, but not, you know. Remind listeners or listeners Jeff Smith's history. He, he was the Lincoln Southeast boys basketball coach for a period, but he was, a, he was an assistant under Danny Nee during great some great years. Um. Was a was a big part of that one of Danny Nee's good run great runs there. He was part of the team that was a three seed. Let's put it that way. Um, so that was nice. And Sam is amazing. I didn't know when Sam, you know Sam came on the show last yes. week and, and we in pre- studio. Yeah, we previewed <clears throat> the big extravaganza. I didn't know Sam like did everything there. Sam's He's working, the man. working the bar. And he was there before I got there. He got there at 5 a.m. both days, and he was still there in the afternoon. That place is a gem. Uh, Double Eagle Golf in the Kinetic Sports Complex on West O. If you're not familiar with it, go do it. I mean, it's a great. it would be a great place to, for instance, if you had business partners that you wanted yes. to take out. Yes. It would be. It would be a great place to do that. You know, you hit into those bays and blow off some steam and have some drinks, mm-hmm. food. Um, They've got great Bloody Marys, which you had, Bloody Mary. Yeah, I, the spicy Bloody Mary was really good, really good. So there you go. What's your idle chit chat? Yeah, I, sponsored so, by sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care. Call them today for a free uh, fertilizer quote at four zero two four four zero six two nine seven. Newton's Lawn Care. So I did not say I would bring this up on the air to my dad, but I want to. So, oh. Okay, so Easter Sunday, you know, it was yesterday. You go back home for Easter, and okay. you, I hadn't been to Beatrice since Christmas. I've not been oh, down wow, there since you Christmas. Been, really? Yeah. And, you know, and you, you know, my dad's an accountant, right? CPA. Yes. And he has his own little firm here in town. Does it all himself. He's, right. he's every part of that business. He's the secretary. He's the accountant. He's everything. Okay. He wakes up right now. Okay. You know, tax season goes till April 18th. That's a, that's two that's a, two weeks from now. Or uh-huh. next, sorry, that's next week. Next Tuesday. Yes. Eight days from now. My dad wakes up at 1.30 in the morning right now. Because he's so busy. One. 
I repeat, 1.30 a.m. intentional wake-up call. Oh, wow. Works until about 6 or 6.30. At night. In Lincoln. Drives home in bed by about 7.50 if, or not 8. And then back up again. This is this is seven days a week. Not not just five days a week. This is seven That's days incredible. a week. Now, it's not just him. All these accounts yeah, out there are working business, crazy hours because yeah. it's tax season. It's nitty-gritty. But right. I can't imagine... 1:30. Setting my alarm clock for 1:30 in the morning, knowing I'm working all the way until about six or 6:30 p.m. In bed at in bed at eight. Yes, you by eight. Eight, eight. That, that would get you five hours of sleep. Right, and working a million hours. A yeah, day. I don't know how he does it. Gets to work before 3 a.m. Running on Getting, fumes. Gets to Lincoln before three in the morning to work a 15-hour day, oh, which boy. is straight work the whole way through. Yeah, you got to have some serious. Focus. Adrenaline, yeah. Focus. focus to keep that going. Yeah, focus and adrenaline. I can't imagine that. Did he do it on Easter? Uh, yeah, he was there. He got up at one thirty. He got back home at 5 o'clock, just before 5, so he got off a little earlier than usual uh-huh. because it was Easter. But today, I'm sure it'll be- A little earlier than six. usual. Yeah, I know. So he worked like a 12-hour, well, more than that, like a 14-hour. It's day. still a long day. Yeah, yeah. still. Yeah, And, and he woke, woke up at one thirty. Oh. God. Can you imagine setting your alarm clock? So I was my my wife got surgery. No, on I can't. Friday. I'm not sure I could do it. And I can imagine like waking up every three hours to take a pill or something, and then going back to sleep knowing I get to. But I can't imagine waking up for the day at one thirty in the morning. Now, I I can if I know. Now here's the key to that whole plan. If I know I have a situation at home that I can pull this off, I could do it. Where I could go to bed be in bed at 6.30 or, you know, 7 um, or 8, I guess. And But but you'd have to have a good wife and oh, yeah. a good situation around you and probably kids that are grown. Um, so, I, I mean, it'd be really, that'd be really, you'd have to have everything in place to do it. Well, the thing about this, though, is that I mean, he doesn't have to worry about you, you know, or your sister anymore, right? No, no, we're so, in our thirties. We're that fun. Help, that helps. But think about this, though. This is not him telling. We were prodding at him to tell us the, the time he's waking up. But he's not telling us, "Willing, hey, I get up at one thirty. He's not. Compl- there's no complaint. Yeah, there's complain. no complaint. That's, that's a dude. Yeah. It's just asking questions about, hey, you know, what's your schedule right now? Right. Yeah, well, I get up about one thirty in the morning. I get home about six thirty. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. It, so you know what? I like it. It's, and I, I mean, at CPAs though, right now they're they are in they are in right. go time. Yeah. Inspira- it's kind of inspirational in a way. And I've learned from situations like that, looking at other people, just don't complain. I mean, don't just complain about it. your hours. I, 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 like our hours are a picnic compared to that. Oh, yeah. You know, this is sleeping in for him right now. Right. The show. It's just still early in the morning. I mean, people do say to me sometimes, God, you get up at 430. Sometimes I do. I mean, 445, 5 is more like it. But they're like, God, that's it. How do you do that? But. Yeah, it's hard. I, I couldn't do it. Your, your dad gets I up could at not do it. At, I, I think you could if you knew you could go home and be in bed at 7.30. I guess. You're still getting only five hours of sleep, five and a half hours of sleep. Yeah. It's and you're working literally all day. Yeah, and he's, and he's how old? 61, 62 this God, week. he looks young, too. He's working hard. Yeah. Uh, Ismail off the YouTube stream says, I, as a truck driver, I used to work 1 a.m. to 1 p.m. delivering soda. Is that right? Is that he, right? He says, by the way, good morning from beautiful Tucson, Arizona. Oh, Ismael. Ismael, thank you. Dude, we, don't have, we don't hear from Tucson Not all that often. Not very often. Uh, Walter says he gets up for work at 2.30 in the morning. 
Ah, uh, this is amazing. This is, like, this is I want to hear some more. I want to hear some more. Who else is up early at early hours, like one or two in the morning? God bless four six four five six eight five. And who who was he? Oh, Walter. Walter. Walter yeah. yeah Kent, God bless you. That's guys. Walter in Pennsylvania, by the way. Oh, that's Walter. Hello, that's, Walter. Yeah, that, Kent says this is right. He says one thirty is not morning. That is still middle of the night. Yeah, he gets up in the middle of the night, but he doesn't have to do it all year round. That helps. That mitigates it a little bit, but quite a bit of the year, right? He has to do. Oh, uh, that's probably well. The one thirty part's probably late March to end of tax season. Okay. so that's about a half a month. Yeah. But still, before that, he's get up at two, so he's or two or two thirty. So that's probably since mid February. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. Every day, seven days a week, yes. no off day, no off day, seven days a week. So next time you see your accountant out there, whether it's my dad or somebody else, just know they are putting up some crazy hours to try to get you you covered for taxes. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate it. Okay, yeah. All right, so did he watch the Masters? Probably he did. Yo, he did. He got, he back, got it he on. He got back in time to watch like the last nine holes of it. Which, okay. And, yeah, by the way, the Masters was yesterday uh, and this weekend. And there was some concern. Would this get done by Sunday? Because Saturday was such an absolute crap fest of weather. As, and Friday was bad, too. Not as bad as Saturday. Now, some leaders had to play 30 holes, right? Yes. Brooks Kepka and John Rahm had to play 30 holes yesterday. Mm. 30. Mm. They started on hole 7 yesterday or um, six or something like that whatever it was of the third round and kepka kind of did the l full though he did now Bro- yeah, brooks kepka at one point was 13 under par at one point in the third round was 13 under par um and then um and then by the end of round three he was up by two strokes he was 11 under par john Rahm was nine under par and that quickly folded into a rout of John Rom. John Rom wins the Masters by four shots yesterday, 12 under par. Brooks Kepka ties for second with who, Sip? Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson shoots a 65, seven under par. Final round, his lowest he's ever shot at the Masters, Tip 65. To the 52-year-old Phil Mickelson. This is a guy, Sip, who has had a horrendous year of golf. He has been terrible on the Live Golf Tour. He's been no better than like the 25th place out of like 50 people in these tournaments. Mm-hmm. Horrible golf. And I think what you realize, Sip, is this about, about Mickelson. Mm-hmm. Mickelson needs fans. He needs people oh, watching. Okay. He needs attention. You know, he needs people to, to, to be following him. At the Live Golf Tour, there's fans, but there's hardly any fans there. Yeah. And he's wearing shorts like it's just a, a common day out playing golf. You know, having, okay. So it's the fact that you're back now in this, you know, you're, you're Augusta National, mm-hmm. the most famous course in all the world. With throngs of people. Throngs of people. You're wearing your know, pants like you're supposed to, like a professional golfer does. <laughs> you're not pantsless. Right. You're not wearing shorts. Right. You're in your pants. You're in your, your normal, you know, actual golf attire. Mm-hmm. And you're playing good golf because that's what you're used to. The question it evolves into a good question, Jake. Also on the live tour, you play fifty-four whole rounds, right? Fifty-four that's whole right, rounds. That's right. Kepka played a good fifty-four holes. He did. Maybe because he's used to playing fifty-four holes, or maybe it's not that as much as this. You can't say that completely because Patrick, what's his name, Patrick uh, Reed. Patrick Reed. And Mickelson played well, but they weren't in pressure. Now there, I read some people saying last. I was, some people are saying last night in the wake of the tournament that Kepka isn't used to that pressure anymore. 
that it's been too long that you plan this live tour where yeah you're playing in short pants right 54 holes it's team guaranteed big money it's guaranteed big money there's not a lot of there's not as much it's not pressure like this and there's just not used to that pressure it's a team format there's music playing yeah, right um so there were some people that said he's just not hardened the he's not hardened by competition anymore then when it got hot, the the I mean, you start to favor a guy like John Rahm, who's in it all the time. He's won PGA now, Tour. I think four times this year, three or yeah. four times this year alone. He's on but the his PGA. fourth win of the season. Yeah, and he maybe advantage swings to John Rahm in that situation. Well, it sure did. <laughs> yeah, it in did. the hypothetical and the reality, that 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 certainly swung in John Rahm's direction. The momentum. I mean, Mickelson and Reed. They okay. They represented the live tour well, but Kepka, El Foldo. Yep, he he folded, and uh, I was you know, the thing is you want to have drama in the Masters. You yeah, want to you want to have the back nine be back and forth, or somebody hits in the water and there's drama, and it just it didn't happen. John Rahm is too good of a player, and he had he had a, a bogey or two in the back then, but that's when Kepka also bogeyed, or he rebounded the next hole with a birdie, and it's like, well, this is not going to be yours, Brooks. I got this covered. This is my tournament, and so you, you tip your cap because John Rahm played incredible golf, but but I I would still say that if I'm Greg Norman, who is in charge of the Live Tour, he's the the CEO of the yeah, Live yeah, Tour. Yeah. This was still a good tournament for the guys. Yeah, they didn't win, but they got sec. They got both guys tied for second place. Mickels- the- yeah. Mickelson and Kepka are both on the live tour, and they tied for second place. And then Reed. They, Patrick Reed finished tied for fourth. So three of the top six, right? Yes. I mean, again, you didn't win, but you take that. That's a pretty good for, – for those who thought that, hey, these guys can't even compete anymore because they don't have the juice to do it, that's wrong. I mean, Kepka was there. He just had a bad Sunday. Yeah. Mickelson had a great Sunday to get back in contention. And Reed had a great Sunday, too. Yeah. So – Again, didn't get your winner, but I, I think this was a, a good tournament overall for Greg Norman and Live Golf. Yeah, and 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 we should note in this conversation that that Kepka signed on to the Live Tour for one hundred million dollars, and at the time that he did, he was vulnerable because of injuries, right? Yes, I think he was coming off the knee injury. He said that on Saturday in terms of why you know would you keep, would you do it again? He said, well, at that time I was injured. I needed you know. I, Need that money to kind of he they he was asked if it was a if it if it would have been a harder decision had he been injury free yes and he said honestly it would have been harder but I'm happy with the decision I mean it'd be hard to be unhappy when you're making a hundred million on then on top of that prize money from the tour you know I mean he's set he doesn't have to worry about. He doesn't have to worry about money. And you said before the show, Sip, but John Rahm makes a cool 3.24 mil for winning the Masters. Uh, by the way, Mickelson and Kapka are still getting a good paycheck. They Tying for second gets them both $1.584 million. The, purse, the, the Masters purse went up by about, I want to say, almost a, about a million. The, I, I mean, the purse it, was 18 mil. That was the total purse, million. $18 million. And that was up, I, I, I want to say, a million or so, or maybe a little bit more than a million. Anyway, so yeah, there's still good money to be made at the Masters. John Rahm, what do you know about him, Jake? John Rahm is uh, a problem right now for other golfers. Because he, he's, again, four times he's won. Now, this is his second major. He's won a U.S. Open, and he's won 
the Masters. Okay. This is the one he's wanted to win. This is now the fourth Spaniard to ever win the Masters. You got Seve Ballesteros. Okay, Seve. Jose Maria Olathabal's got two. Good. Uh, Sergio Garcia won in 2017, and now you have John Rahm. Okay. John Rahm is only 28 years old. Okay. Wow. He's got a lot of a lot of good golf ahead of him. Yeah. Yeah. One would think. You never know. I mean, some of these guys fade off early, right? I mean, wouldn't you say Jordan Spieth faded a little bit? And Jordan Spieth had a good day. He Jordan had a good Spieth day. finished his tied for fourth. He had a great Sunday to get to a uh, you know to, to shot six under par. When's his last major? Twenty eighteen, I want to say. Okay. He won the British Open. Starting to be a while. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, with Kepka, it's starting to be a while, right? Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Or twenty nineteen. Nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um, and then the but Kepka was fighting injuries over the last right. couple of years, and the fact again for Kepka. You feel like, all right, now maybe he's back. Maybe he's back. Looks bad back. Sunday. Yeah. Bad Sunday, but still he was in the hunt. Only one person beat him. One person That's beat true. Brooks Kepka, and he's the best player in the yeah. world right now. I am not dogging Brooks Kepka. I keep saying El Foldo, and he kind of did an El Foldo, but I I mean, I respect him. He's a, he's a, clearly a great competitor, but I do think there's something to that conversation, these live guys. And I don't mean they can't play good golf on the tour. What I mean is when you get into the – the heat of major competition on Sunday. They're used to playing 54 holes in this sort of, I don't know. I mean, they're playing in shorts and there's music blaring in the background. I mean, are, are they, are you used to that, that, that atmosphere? Well, that, that's when you ask yourself, okay, for the live golfers who are playing in Augusta yesterday, you know, this they'll brush weekend, it off by the way, they'll brush it off. But d- does that tournament make them miss the PGA tour? God, you wonder. Because here, here the, the the good part about live golf is that every player makes money. There's no cut. Whereas you make you, you go to the Masters, there's no guarantee you make money. Half those guys get cut and they make no money. They play two days and they're gone. And there's no cash for that. Live golf, you can play three horrible days and you're getting paid. You might finish way. You're gonna be finished way down the leaderboard, but uh, that Saudi money's coming no matter what. You're getting paid every time. So there's a guaranteed paycheck every time you tee off. Mm. You play three rounds of golf. There's less stress for that fourth round. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why it's uh, enticing sure. for these players. Well, that, but mean, then you have the Masters, and you go back to that kind of heat circus type of you know that circus oh. type of, of golf you just came from in the Live Golf Tour. Yeah, and you kind of say, I miss this. This is what golf was. This is competitive golf at its finest. Yeah, it's tense. That's PGA Tour golf. It's though. tense. I I think the 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 writers that the golf writers that wrote about that subject in the wake of Brooks Kepka's you know faltering on Sunday. I think I think there's something to that. Again, it's it's a something you can't really prove. The Live Tour is how old? Is it, it's not even. Is it? It's a year old. A year since old. It's in its first full year. I mean, there's. We need a lot more. We need a bigger body of work. And I, some people are gonna say, "Oh, okay, really? One guy, one guy fades on Sunday. Now you're saying Live Tour, the sort of casual format, is gonna affect these guys." Kepka said, "We're still the same people. There's no. Of course, Kepka said, "There's no. There's no impact." But I don't know how there couldn't be. Be, the way that we characterize the live tour and the fact that they only play 54 holes. I mean, this is a set, you know, majors are 72 hole events. This is a, the, the live tour is a 54 hole format. I mean, it's a, it's a different whole different deal. So I don't know. 
I, I think, and again, Mickelson and Reed, yeah, they made they made a nice little push, but they weren't in the heat of it. Right? No, they, they weren't. Phil was got done. Oh, Fick, Mickelson, when the heat yeah. was on. He was he he started Sunday at one under par. Yeah, the, his, his story is great. It's a yeah. great story that he, but he was never going to win. No, he wasn't. John Rahm would have to have an epic collapse on the on an easy back nine compared to the front nine of the Masters. I mean, Mickelson was four deep on on the back himself. He was four under par in the back nine mm. himself. I think he buried four of the final seven holes. That's what Mickelson did. So other items of note, Tiger withdrew yes. Sunday morning because of plantar fasciitis. If you were watching on Saturday, okay, because the Masters, again, was it was horrible cold weather. My, Tiger Woods makes the cut on the dot, right? Yes. He, three over par. He needs either uh, Justin Thomas or Sung J.M. to finish three over or worse. Justin Thomas finishes four over, misses the cut. That gets Tiger on the number in the cut line, which I'm not sure he's probably thrilled about that. It's like, thanks, Justin. i got to go play now in this crap weather. Well, my, he did. My hobbling leg. Yeah, he didn't play. Well, he plays seven holes and was, I think, six over par in those seven holes. Oh, on Sunday? No, Saturday. Oh, Saturday. So Yeah, because Tiger Woods, uh, they started the third round up on Saturday. Oh, my bad. They finished the second round okay, Saturday. Started, he played six holes, okay. Yeah, the they finished, finished the second round Saturday, and then they, they started the third round Saturday, and it got canceled by 3 o'clock because all these trees, the trees fell down. A that massive tree. A mass, multiple trees. Multiple trees fell down on 17 tee box, basically. Yeah, Just, what happened? Was that wind? This was It was wind, yeah. yeah now, imagine being there for a second. Oh, imagine, I did. I saw it. I imagined it. There was no injuries. No, there wasn't. People scattered. People that was, that was ridiculous. And, it was. But there's players on that sixth or that green there. Like, what the hell is what was yeah. going on here? Yeah, it was – that was amazing. Um, by the way, Tiger. So he made the cut for the 23rd straight time, which ties Gary Player and Fred Couples for that. Fred <laughs> Couples became the oldest player to ever make the cut at the Masters age 62. Tip your cap, and and Mickelson was the highest ever finished for that uh, someone that he had the fifty two oldest guy to ever finish in the top ten, a uh, top five at fifty two years old, 52. and tied for second. That's place. the oldest to finish in the top five. That's right, man. That surprises me. Yeah, but Tiger Woods, like you said, twenty third. To me, I feel like um, even though he withdrew, there were, this sounds weird and, and and not like a winner, but it was kind of a little bit of a mission accomplished just to make the cut. Well, yeah, I mean it was. Tiger does not play enough golf to go win tournaments right now. He's playing like six tournaments a year. Yeah, I'm he, sorry. That, he's, and he's, he's 47. His body is failing him. It is. He doesn't play golf anymore except for you know warming up and practicing. It's hard for him. It's hard for the common fan to go out there and expect Tiger Woods to go out there and, and compete with the John Roms of the world, who plays every week, who can hit it farther, who hits, who's a better putter than Tiger and, Woods, and can walk, and who, who's mean, not hobbling right, on one leg. Right. Well, I mean, God bless Tiger. But he is really aged. I mean, he's aged. He he doesn't look good walking. He's a bad. It's a bad gait. He has a bad gait. I mean, he's been through a lot. You know, the in the car crashes. I mean, he's got what I, what I was heard another commentator this morning saying he had a screw coming through his skin was the issue. Get Josh perked up. Like, oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, there's people that have Joshua have surgeries. I have a friend who got in a car crash and she has a plate in her arm and a plate in her foot and there's screws. I mean, if you look at, if you look at an x-ray, it's really amazing to look at because you can see screws within the person, you know, I mean, they, they, that's how they 
sew you up, so to speak. Do you think there's part of you... Okay, so there's a rivalry, obviously, for a long time with Phil and Tiger. Phil finishes second overall. Yeah. Tied for second, and, and Tiger Woods withdraws because of injury. Is there, is there a party that they get Phil is smiling inside saying, I still I got you, you know, I got you, Tiger? I don't think I'm so. I'm older than you, and I, I, think I still got you. No, I think that's a good question, but I think circumstances would dictate that Phil can't look at it that way. I mean, Tiger's been through too much physical trauma to to really enjoy so. to really enjoy it's not like a fair fight yeah but phil has turned from like lovable guy to the enemy a little bit though has he they call him a pariah now basically kind of a villain yeah because he yeah because of what he you know in the last year or so he's, he left the pga tour didn't even play in last year's masters because he was such he was such a hated figure at that pariah, point yeah. yeah he's a pariah plays this year plays great golf on sunday get finishes second but he's gone from like the lovable guy to the enemy and, a, and to the villain in a span of two years. And don't forget, Mickelson won the PGA Championship two years ago. In 2021, he won the PGA Championship. People forget about that. I sort of understand, too. I don't want to just act like, oh, everybody get along. It's the live tour. What do you let, let those guys be? Let them go make their. It's Saudi money. It's a. I think it's a. All right. I mean. I just think it's not a great look. That's what I think. I'm sorry. Well, you're not. You feel I, a lot of, the I, same I, way a lot of people do uh, about I, the live tour. Uh, yeah, I, there's a the PGA tour. It is imperfect. Obviously, nothing's sure. perfect. But there's such there's more purity. Who follows live golf? Nobody. It's, yeah. a, it, it's on the CW network. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, Jim Nance, Jim Nance, calling the Masters, had, had one of the incredible moments. Uh, I think it was late in the third round, I believe, that Brooks Kepka. So, again, the Live Tour, it's kind of been a joke that, that they're, you can watch them play on the CW network, okay? Yeah. Brooks Kepka's ball lands on the on the cart path. And uh, and Jim Nance says, Brooks Kepka over on the CW, the cartway. Oh. <laughs> Did he do that on purpose? Yes, he always is intentional. <laughs> hey, now I got a question for you about Jim Nance. Verging away quickly, quickly. We'll get back on. Did was there any sort of announcement that he had called his last Final Four, his last in- on, on the Masters broadcast? It, no, I, no, on the basketball broadcast. I don't think yes. he made a big deal of it, it at it was, all. It was clear the whole time. I know, but he didn't. They didn't do a big send off for him, which I really my 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 respect for Nance shot up a great deal. Because he did not make that about himself. Yeah, I think I think Raftery and maybe Grant Hill brought it up. Maybe but, they but brought Nance it up. You're right. But Nance didn't yeah, do this big farewell. Himself. No, and that is that is a great look for Nance. It is. Well, he's a wonderful broadcaster. Yeah, and, he's and a professional. He, he took himself out of it. We're not. I've always said that I'm not part of it. I'm not. I'm. I'm covering other people. I'm not. I don't. No, Nance did the right thing there. And I and I appreciate that. I bet he had to say to somebody, "No, we're not making this about me." This they is about- showed like the one shiny moment. They, they were on the videos on him the whole time, like, watching his reaction to this, his final one shiny moment. Okay, but I don't, I don't think he made it a big no. deal. CBS did, which God they should have, but he did not. God bless. By the way, yeah, I, I want to make correct something. When they said the CW was referring to the crosswalk, I said Cartway crosswalk, oh, crosswalk. crosswalk. Okay. Okay. On the CW. Uh, to Eric, Eric says, Nicholas finished sixth at age 56 in 1996. Yes, he did. I said top five. Right. This is the he highest, e- the oldest to ever finish in the top five. Not sixth, top it's, five. It's funny, Eric. 52 years old. That was old, Eric? Eric? Yeah. 
And now, Eric, that's when Jake said that, my immediate thought was Nicholas. Nicholas okay. didn't finish in the top five. No, he finished sixth. Sixth. Sixth at age 56 in 1996. But Mickelson was the oldest player to ever finish in the top five. Okay. Thank at, you. At uh, second place, 52 years old. And by the way, Mick and Freddie Couples, 63 years old. Not 62, 63. Almost 64. Wow. He's 63 and six months old. Then who was Maybe the amateur? Not. Sam, Sam Bennett. Bennett played yeah. great golf. Yep. Played great golf. Now, I was struck by no amateur has won a major or maybe masters since Johnny Goodman in 1933. That's that's incredible to me. Although, really hard to do it. Like Amateurs a, winning? Yeah. 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 I it's, mean, it's, come, it's, on. It's, come on. Yeah. So 1933, Johnny Goodman. I think I had some clubs once that were Johnny Goodman clubs. There's a golf course in Omaha called Johnny Goodman. Is there really? Yes. It's a wonderful little public track up there. Is 18 right? holes. Yeah. Johnny Goodman's a good good 18-hole track in Omaha. Yeah. I, Jake, I think that he's the last to win a major. Now, somebody could – Josh, double-check. Was that a major or the Masters? I, it's one well, I know two. Francis, we met, won a major. He was he was an amateur. That was that was before, I believe, believe Johnny Goodman. Okay. Though. So I don't, I don't have that fact in front of me, though. Okay. We'll get that during the break. How about that? So, final update again. Wonderful. John Rahm wins the Masters by four shots, 12 under par. His first Masters, his second major, and the fourth Spaniard to ever win the Masters. 28 years old? It was a, a, a nice sight to see Jose Maria Olazabal after the round give him a big embrace as he's walking off the green. They did it for Spain. You know, that's, that's some co- that's country beautiful. pride there. That's, of course, that's beautiful. Well, the Masters got done on Sunday. It wasn't an easy trek for that tournament because of the weather, trees falling. Trees. <laughs> um, I mean, it was what, what? What day was I? The days run together. I was watching maybe Sunday or Saturday. Oh, Saturday morning, Saturday around noon, I guess. And it was just awful. Those guys, by the way, are amazing because it's raining on Saturday, and they're they're just ripping through. They're playing. I mean, and it was miserable. It was miserable. I mean, it, was it was cold miserable. and ra- rainy, and those guys. Jake, you know how mentally tough you have to be to do that? I mean, everybody there. The golfers, the caddies, the broadcasters, the fans. To continue to play good golf in those conditions. I was watching those guys. You just got to steal up. Justin Thomas began Saturday uh, at 200 par. In the, finish up his second round, and he, he shot six over par in the back nine and missed the cut by one. Uh, the weather probably got him, well, right? Sure it did. Yeah, damn right it got him. Yeah. But he missed the cut, and that's the way it is. Uh, so congrats to John Rahm. He's the champion. The PGA Championship is next month. I'm not sure where it's at. We'll look it up during the break. But then uh, we'll get an update from, from Josh also. On, on the, Johnny on Goodman. Johnny Goodman and the amateur deal. When we come back, that and also an update on alcohol sale numbers. Oh, yes at PBA that's next on Early Break on the Ticket.